0: Welcome back to another edition, another edition of the PayCast. I'm your host, Michael Pagani, joined alongside Camp Loops Blazers forward, Logan Stankoven. Logan, thank you again for coming on the PayCast. Yeah, thanks for having me, Michael. You know, a lot of people indulged in Netflix early on during this pandemic. Uh, what have you been doing during quarantine?
1: Uh, well, at first, uh, it was kind of the same thing for everybody. I mean, a lot of people were unsure of you know, how bad this pandemic was really gonna get and uh obviously it was uh uh you know pretty severe where uh you know a lot of things got shut down so it's really too bad but uh it is what it is and you know obviously with the whl being shut down right before playoffs there and uh, uh and the rinks and everything so i was i was really hard at first but uh you know as uh, lots of people have uh posted or uh you've seen on the internet they found uh you know different ways to train and stay active whether it, uh whether it's you know lifting weights out of your house or you know shooting pucks rollerblading so anything like that but uh you know things have opened starting to open up here and uh, i've been back in the gym with my trainer and uh on ice now so just pretty basically back to the normal
0: and has uh, the nhl returning also provide some normalcy into your life
1: uh yeah I- so, I mean, uh, I think that's kind of the, you know, I think the NHL sets the bar in terms of, uh, you know, whether whether or not leagues, uh, you know, junior leagues or, uh, you know, minor hockey and this and that, uh, you know, whether, I think it depends on the NHL whether that will return or not. So, uh, um, yeah, I think with the NHL, you know, starting up here uh, again and, you know, being able to watch the playoffs, it's, uh, you know, it's really refreshing and it's nice to see again.
0: And I got to say, playoff time is the best time for hockey fans.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I, even though it was the qualifying round, uh, you know, I've been watching lots of that and, uh, you know, they're really competitive games and uh, you can just tell the physicality and, you know, how fast, the, you know, the speed's picked up uh, compared to the regular season. So, uh, yeah, it's been awesome to watch and uh, I'm looking forward to watching more hockey as the playoff, playoffs go on here.
0: Has your whole perception of the coronavirus changed since when it officially was like, you know, since when all the leagues shut down?
1: Um, Yeah, a little bit. I mean, uh, I didn't really think too much of it at first. Uh, you know, obviously I heard, uh, you know, it's quite severe and stuff. But, um, you know, I think it's with, with, you know, the NHL opening back up again, uh, you know, they have a plan in place for... Um, you know the players and uh, you know the staff and the media to you know um, to feel comfortable with uh, you know being around each other and uh, you know, obviously they're in the in the bubble, but uh, you know I think they've done a great job so far, and uh, hopefully that continues
0: getting into your story a bit here, who influenced you to get into hockey
1: uh definitely my dad um, you know he's been he's been there for me uh, ever since I was young, so he was the first one to put me on skates and you know put a stick in my hands so um, yeah, I'd probably say my dad and, uh, you know, he's been really supportive, supportive over the years and he's taken me all across Western Canada and to the States for hockey. So it's, it's been awesome. Was
0: there a player growing up who you wanted to model your game after?
1: Um, there's lots of players. Uh, if I had to pick a couple, I'd probably say Braden Point or, uh, you know, Jonathan Marshall. So, um, you know, they're obviously smaller statured players, but, uh, their hockey IQs off the charts and they've got great shots and obviously they're they have to be quick for smaller guys so I think they bring the full package to the game and uh you know it's really cool to see that you know smaller players are able to you know make the NHL and uh and uh, you know produce at a level that they are so it's really good to see and you know hopefully maybe one day I could follow in their in their steps.
0: Would you be able to speak upon your road to where you are today like some of the successes you've had challenges you've faced?
1: um yeah actually uh when i was i think it was about uh i think it was when i was 10 actually um i broke my collarbone so i was uh it was really tough uh because i had Uh. I had a big tournament coming up and uh i was actually playing playing in a tournament but up a year so there was hitting and uh it was kind of my first tournament uh you know being in hitting and a bigger guy came and hit me and i ended up breaking my collarbone so i was uh Really tough, so I was out of commission for about two months, but then I came back uh, in time for the big tournament, and uh, you know, it was fun. So, uh, if anything, I think my collarbone's actually gotten stronger, um, and you know, obviously I've been keeping proactive with uh, you know, stretches and you know, making sure that everything's up to date and uh, that uh, you know, I can stay away from injuries as much as possible.
0: Growing up in British Columbia, you know, how cool is it to have the Olympics near your hometown of Kamloops?
1: Uh, yeah, it was really cool. Um, you know, I think it was even cooler to see that you know Crosby scored the the golden goal uh, in Vancouver, which is only about three hours away from where I live. so I didn't actually get a get a chance to go down and watch any games, but uh, I watched them all live on TV and uh, I remember the golden golden goal like it was yesterday, so uh, yeah, it was pretty pretty cool to have the Olympics held in Vancouver. Did you ever
0: travel down just to take in the scenery?
1: Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't actually get a chance, but uh, it was too bad. But uh, yeah, it would have been really cool to have that chance. But you never know. Maybe the Olympics come back. Do Do you find yourself
0: at a lot of Kamloops Blazers games growing up?
1: Yeah, I went to lots of games, um, especially when I was younger. I mean, uh, you know, Kamloops isn't isn't that big of a city, so. Uh, um, I think Kamloops, like the the Blazers, being is a big draw for a lot of fans and uh, you know people around town. So, um, you know the fans are great here in Kamloops, and uh, yeah, I've been just been watching them since I've been young, and I've always wanted to play the play for them when I was younger. So now I finally have the chance, and it's been great.
0: You were listed as a rookie this year, and you got 48 points in 59 games. What did this year mean for your development?
1: Uh yeah, it was a little bit of an adjustment at first. Um, you know, coming in as a younger guy, I really had to adjust to, um, you know, the the style of play and, you know, not not being you know recognized as you know a top player on your team. Obviously, um, you know, there's guys that are three four years older than you, um, you know, on your team. So you know, you have to recognize that you know these guys have been in the league for a few years and you know 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 their way around and they're obviously great players. So. Um, you know, they may, may get more ice time than you, Um uh, we have to, you know, accept your role. And, uh, you know, hopefully when I get to that, that age, I'll, uh, I'll get more ice time and, uh, you know, work my way up the lineup. How long did it take for you to adjust? Um, I'd probably say right after Christmas, um, you know, I kind of realized that I have to be better, uh, in order for, in order for me to, you know, help my team out and, uh, you know, support them in. In the winning winning roles, so uh, yeah, I'd probably say right after Christmas. You know, I came back hungry and ready to go. So I think from there on, I you know I developed lots, and I you know got better as the season went on.
0: Was it your own motivation, or was there someone on the team that really helped you ease your way into the WHL style?
1: Um, I'd probably say my own motivation. Um, You know, also um, on my own motivation of seeing you know other guys around the league have success and. You know, I I realize that's that's where I want to be, and uh, you know, in order for me to to be there and uh, you know be be among some of those top players, uh, you know, for my age group, um, I really had to put in the time and efforts, and uh, I think I really had to work on my cardio over Christmas, and you know, I came back ready to go, and uh, from there there on, I just kind of took off.
0: Last year, you appeared in six playoff games for the Kamloops Blazers. Did those six playoff games get you a glimpse of what playoff hockey is like?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it was really cool to, you know, really cool opportunity to have that chance to, you know, go up and play as a 15-year-old and, you know, kind of get that experience and a feel for, you know, what the playoffs are like. And uh, yeah, just from, you know, going from the regular season as a 15-year-old to, playoffs now it's uh it was really a good eye-opener for me and uh um you know i really got a good feel uh for what playoff hockey in the whl is all about
0: does it switch your mindset at all from regular season to
1: playoffs um at first it didn't really too much but then uh right after my set or my first game um you know i didn't have the greatest game and i realized that you know i have to be way better if I want to, you know, contribute to the team. And uh, so I think that second game, I really tried to take a big step into, um, you know, helping my team out and, uh, you know, just doing the little things right.
0: You represented Team Canada at the U-17s. What was that whole experience like?
1: Yeah, that was really, really neat to, you know, finally put the Maple Leaf, uh, you know, uh, on my chest. Um, Yeah, obviously it was the first time being a part of, a Hockey Canada tournament and uh, uh, again it was a good eye-opener just to see the you know the different talent from across Europe and the states and stuff so overall it was a great experience our team didn't do the greatest we lost in the quarterfinals but uh, you know I think it was just the whole experience itself was uh, really awesome you know, fun overall. Did that help you get an idea of
0: what coaches will look for when choosing a World Junior Team Canada roster?
1: Yeah, I think they do a really good job of, um, you know, kind of uh, having a base of what, uh, kind of having a base of like leading up to the World Juniors and what, um, you know, what they what they kind of look for and uh, you know what they want out of you as a player and as a person and as a role model type of thing. So, um, you know, as much as it pays pays off to be a great player on the ice, you know, you have to be a well well rounded person and a great guy off the ice as well. This
0: upcoming season is your draft year, you know, how do you make sure that your game gets to the next level? Um, yeah, I'd probably say,
1: uh, you know, doing the extra and, uh, you know, whether it's staying on the ice, you know, longer after practice or, you know, shooting pucks in my off time, uh, any little things that, uh, you know, I can work, that can help, help work on my game or, um, you know, just improve little things i think that will really pay off in the long run
0: draft rankings can get to a player's head and it can get to the player's head you know to the point where it does affect their on-ice play what are you going to do to make sure that it doesn't affect your play
1: Uh, i'd probably say um you know not really focus too much on uh you know my stats obviously it's a big part of um you know making that to the making it to the next level but uh you know, I really want to focus on having a good year as, as a team and, um, and uh, you know, I think we'll have a great roster and a great chance at uh, you know, uh, you know, making a run in the playoffs this season so hopefully you know, uh, team sec- success will uh, you know, lead to individual success so I think it will really pay off.
0: Your teammate Connor Zari is ranked highly for this year's NHL entry draft. What are you able to take away from his journey to where he's at?
1: yeah he's been awesome um you know I really got to know him this past year being a sixteen year old and uh you know he's really supportive of uh of me being a younger guy and uh you know I kind of kind of got a good look at what uh you know what he's gonna go through um you know being eligible for the draft this this uh, upcoming season after playoffs here so um you know I kind of got to you know know him pretty well and you know ask little questions about uh you know, what I may may potentially have in the future. So I think it was really cool. And, uh, you know, he's just a great, awesome guy.
0: How cool is it knowing that Connor Zari did play in the CHL Top Prospects game?
1: Yeah, I actually watched that full game. And, uh, you know, I think he had about uh, two or three assists in that game. So, um, you know, he played really well. And it just goes to show that, um, you know, there's lots of good players out there. And uh, but uh, personally, it was just really cool that, you know, this that I'm playing with this guy on my team and you know, he shows really well at the top prospects. Team. So good good for him. And, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, he goes really high in the draft here.
0: What are you able to say about his play to someone who may be living in the OHL region and, you know, not know much about him?
1: I'd probably have to say uh, it's his hockey IQ that really separates him for the rest of the group. Um you know, obviously, you have to be a great skater and a great shooter. You know, you have to have the overall game, but uh, the hockey IQ and the hockey sense really stands out um, for me. Just the way he sees the ice and makes, you know, uh, you know, a great first pass or, you know, great great plays in the power play. So Overall, uh, you know, he's a great player, but the, that's the main thing that stands out for me. So
0: what you're saying is basically his vision is just off the charts, which is obviously a quality a player kind of needs to have, you know, when he's trying to make the next
1: step. Yeah, definitely. I think that's uh, one of the biggest things. You I know, mean, obviously, you know, size and skill is important, but, uh, you know, the way you see the ice and, you know, make the right plays is what counts. And uh, I think, you know, the game of hockey is a game of mistakes and, you know, whether or not you capitalize on those mistakes is whether you have success or not. So. If, mean, you know, oh sorry go ahead making the right play is is the, is the biggest thing definitely if the season had continued,
0: you would have played the Victoria Royals in the first round. how would have you used your past playoff experience to your advantage
1: um I'd probably have to say uh you know coming in with with uh you know more of a focused mindset and you know expect i, I already know already knew what to expect out of you know, playing as a 15-year-old. So, um, you know, I'd probably take the, you know, little things from, you know, playing as a 15-year-old in the playoffs and kind of, uh, you know, tweaking little things or, uh, you know, getting better at those things and be, be more prepared for, uh, you know, how fast and physical the playoffs would be. What would have been the
0: biggest challenge going up against the Victoria Royals uh, in the playoffs?
1: Um, I'd probably say um, just their depth. You know, they have, uh, you know, three, four lines that, uh, you know, can really come at you with uh, speed and skill. And, um, you know, I think they had some injuries this season, but uh, I think they got most of their guys back towards the end of the year there. So I think they were really coming on as a team and it would be interesting to see how playoffs went.
0: Would you cherish hockey this much more knowing that it can be taken away from you at any point?
1: Oh, for sure. Um you know, obviously, it's been tough with the pandemic and everything, and uh, you know, not having hockey there for a few months, and then rinks opening back again. But it just goes to show you can't take anything for granted, and uh, that uh, you know, hockey, hockey is competitive, but at the same time, you you know, you need to enjoy the game and have fun with it, and uh, you know, enjoy every second of it because uh, you never know things can things can change like that, and um, luckily, luckily enough, you know. Rinks are open back here where I live, so I've been been busy with that. Did
0: it take you a while to adjust back to skating when the rinks started to open up again?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it took me, you know, a couple practices to, you know, get my feet under me and um, you know get my timing and my passes back on. Um, I think the first practice was pretty bad; I was pretty rusty. But um, as the practice went on, I got better, and uh, you know, now I'm I feel feel normal back on the ice and. Uh, yeah it's been good so far
0: it's like relearning the sport all over again
1: yeah i'd I'd probably say so um just in terms of timing and making passes or you know picking corners in the net so yeah definitely how did you find out that the season
0: was going to get cancelled
1: um we're actually uh we actually just came back from a a road trip from tri-city and spokane down from the states and uh uh, we were supposed to have a practice that day and while while I was in school actually we got a phone call from our uh our coaches and our GM basically saying that, you know, we need to meet down at the rink. And uh I think we all kind of saw it coming and um a lot of guys packed up their gear and then everyone kinda went home for back to their billet houses for about a week and then that's when we got the call that, you know, like definitely like everything's done and you know, seasons cancelled type of thing 'cause um, at the time we just, we, we just thought, okay, well, maybe the season's put on hold for, you know, a week or two and then we'll get back at it. But, uh, obviously that wasn't the case and, uh, you know, now we're just waiting to see if, you know, hopefully the league starts up this season. So did you have to leave class immediately after? Um, no, just basically it was a normal day. You just you know, kind of meet down at the rink, uh, you know, as soon as, as soon as your school's over and then, um, go from there. But, uh, yeah, we just kind of, you know, we're got the phone call that we had to meet down at the rink and uh, I know as soon as school was done, you know, come down to the rink and then yeah, that's when we got told the news.
0: You mentioned you were on a road trip to when the season was going to get cancelled. You know, who would you room with on road
1: trips? On road trips, I roomed quite a bit with both of our goalies on our team. So, um, they were both great guys and obviously Dylan Durand and and Grace Rams, they're both great guys. Um, Durand's actually, uh, Prospect for this upcoming draft, and you know, um you know they're obviously great, great people, but uh, you know even better goalies. So um, you know, it was really, really good to you know room with them and get to know them a little bit.
0: People say that goalies are just a different breed of you know animal. You could say, uh, for lack of a better term, would you agree with that? Since you roomed with them,
1: um, I I personally don't treat them any different, but uh, I can definitely see where people are coming from. You know, I think they're just different and, you know, they obviously play a whole different position than, you know, as a player skating around, you know, obviously they have to, you know, they have to be super focused and ready to go because, you know, there's another goalie waiting for you on that bench. So if you're not having a good game, you know, you could be pulled at any minute. So, you know, I think they really need to have that focus and they have to be alert at all times. So um yeah I'd, I'd probably say that maybe they're a little bit different in terms of you know preparing for a game but uh overall they're both both great guys
0: the chl and you know the whl does a phenomenal job for the teddy bear toss game have you played in those
1: uh yeah i played in one this season actually where uh connor's scored the teddy bear goal so i think we were playing portland and we were on a power play there so we scored it and uh and uh, pulled out the shooting shooting the, shooting the stick celly. Um, uh, uh, so it was, it was pretty funny but um, yeah it was a fun game to be a part of
0: and you must have gone a good break after because you know it takes a while for everyone to clean up the bears
1: yeah I think we got um, I think we got a decent amount of bears actually so I think it was about a 15 or 20 minute delay so yeah by the time we everything got cleaned up uh, I think we had to go for a little bit. Another little skate before, uh, you know, we started the game back up again.
0: And does it provide, like, extra motivation since it is the Teddy Bear Toss game? You know, it's a game that everyone has circled on their calendars.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, obviously, it'd be pretty cool to score the Teddy Bear Toss goal. But, uh, uh, you know, it doesn't matter who scores it. Uh, the Teddy Bears will come on the ice. But uh, I think the main thing is just scoring a goal. Because I, um, I remember a few years back when I was watching the Blazers, one of the I think it was one of the years they didn't end up scoring a goal, so they had to throw the teddy bears on the ice after the game that so is awkward probably that. wasn't the best time but uh <laughs> you know i think the main thing is just getting that first goal out of the way and then it's just just a normal game from there on in
0: last question here on the Peg cast do you have any advice for aspiring hockey players
1: i uh, i'd probably say you know keep on getting better um you know whether it's doing the little things or Um, you know, working every day, just find those little things to try and get better at. uh, Because no one's perfect, and there's obviously little things that you can always get better at. So whether it's shooting pucks or going for runs or staying on the ice, you know, longer after practice, working on one-timers or stick handling, anything that can get you better, Um, you know, it can work on your game because people notice that, and, you know, it shows that you're putting in the work and willing to get better each and every day.
0: I'd like to thank Loops Blazers forward, Logan Stankoven for joining me on today's paycast. Thank you again, Logan. Yeah, thanks
1: for having me.